episode one of Rise of Kin. Newer format. Our lifestyle has changed quite a bit over the past couple years, and I'm currently in the jungle of Costa Rica, limited Wi-Fi, uh, homeschooling schedule, and general adventure schedule. So I'm doing mono podcasts right now, and it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. Sitting down and writing for us sometimes is pretty difficult given that uh, we have four little ones at ages from one to 10. And, you know, we're just out trying to live life. So we've been on this journey uh, for the past couple years from working. Uh, my wife was working at a bank. I was running my own real estate investment company in New York City. I was on the road 20 to 25 days a month. And, you know, frankly, pretty, pretty fucking miserable because we were just on the grind. And when we had our third child in New York, I talked to my wife and just asked her if she even wanted to go back to work. She said no. Uh, and so we decided to just pull the ripcord on that and figure it out. And as we were doing that, realized we don't want to be in New York anymore. Uh, I think it's a, a very difficult step to try to get off the treadmill of modern society, whatever that is for you. And we made uh, some pretty courageous decisions after talking and planning and doing a lot of work on ourselves of just really connecting with how we wanted to live and life design and what was important to us. Um, and, you know, just hours and hours and hours of conversations so we got lucky and decided to move to Hawaii. And the logic behind it was I was doing most of my business in San Francisco at the time. And so I was going to be on a plane, you know, five to seven hours each way anyway. And Hawaii obviously offers a better lifestyle for pretty much anyone, <laughs> including our kids. So you know, we had plans from about November 2019 to plan exit the school year at, in June 2020, uh, let our two oldest kids finish up the school year at their school in Manhattan and move out to uh, Oahu and figure it out from there. Obviously, that time was perfect from the standpoint of getting out of a big city because the pandemic was starting to take hold. And I remember I went on a trip to Oahu from New York by myself looking for a house to rent in January 2020. Found nothing that would work for us, obviously. Came back and uh, found a place online. Pictures looked great. You know, I've been in New York real estate for about 15 years, so you know, pretty aware that the pictures usually suck and <laughs> are not a true reflection of the actual property. So I called one of the realtors that we had met and asked him if he could FaceTime uh, the house. So we looked at FaceTime, hung up, texted him and said, we'll take it. Signed a one-year lease, um, which I think by that time, around the end of January, people were getting worried. People were starting to travel a little bit less. It hadn't fully hit. 
And as we kind of settled into that decision of moving out of New York, the pandemic really started to take hold. And I have some investors and friends whose family runs way deep in New York. And I don't know if it was true or not, but they were saying that the city was considering shutting the airports and shutting the bridges and tunnels to just keep everybody in one spot. And this is like the end of February, maybe first week of March, 2020. So knowing that we had a house rented, we called the landlord and asked if we could rent uh, a couple months early. They said, absolutely. And we made a last minute decision, packed all our stuff, packed suitcases, donated everything that wouldn't fit in the seven suitcases and got on a plane two days before New York City locked down uh, and spent the entire pandemic in Hawaii, which was magical and incredible. Um, we also got lucky because our kids, we had enrolled them in school for the following year already. That school was a private school and they decided that they were going to implement their own health and safety policy and they got approval from the state of Hawaii to stay open um, with some restrictions around if anybody tested positive, then it would be mandatory quarantines for the, the classes that were affected. So we basically had a pretty normal pandemic other than the fact that we moved from an apartment in the middle of Manhattan um, to a house that was very close to the beach in Hawaii. And that honestly gave us a ton of space to process just our own meaning of life and, you know, how, how fast time was passing by, especially with our kids. Um, and, you know, we just spent as much time together as possible. It was really difficult to get them to kind of focus on homeschool and be on a computer. And I started to see that that's not the way that I want to raise the kids and spoke with my wife about it. And she felt the same way. And so as the pandemic was coming to an end, you know, we started looking at property, wanted to have enough space to be able to have our kids build their houses. And this time during the pandemic, we had a, we had a fourth child so, you know, I started looking at land as like, you know, we kind of need 10 to 20 acres for each human that we have. So I was looking for 70-ish acres, right, just to give a little buffer because not all land is usable. And I've, I've done a lot of real estate development in an urban context. And so I have a pretty sharp uh, blade when it comes to planning and investing on on properties but i've completely shifted my focus from investing with institutional investors and raising capital to focusing on things that make sense for my family so as we went on the search you know we checked around some of the the more rural areas of oahu we looked at maui we looked at the big island we looked at all the islands and couldn't really find what we were looking for because unfortunately, as probably many people have heard, you know, Hawaii is pretty overdeveloped and has some, some real challenges around that in terms of water pollution and, um, you know, just 
food security and a, a lot of things. So, you know, my, my general view is most places have been designed in a way that don't really allow for people to grow their own food. So went back to the drawing board, chatted with my wife and she wanted to be somewhere tropical. I put on the real estate investment hat that the universe granted me the skills to, to be able to utilize and started looking at, at Google Maps and the Pacific coast of Costa Rica, the Atlantic coast of Costa Rica, and just checking out what, what wasn't overdeveloped already. Planned a trip, came down uh, with a buddy of mine, just me and him, kids, everybody stayed in Hawaii. We drove through the entire country on the west side of it for about two weeks and found a beautiful little spot in the rainforest that's close to a couple beach towns that have, you know, a coffee shop and a couple local breweries and yeah, enough infrastructure to just chill out. So made an offer, haggled back and forth a little bit, offer got accepted on a big property, almost 300 acres. But the key to it was, uh, it was only about 10 minutes from the beach. It was, it was on a mountain on the backside of a mountain, no ocean views, but it, it was so close to the beach and it was basically untouched forest with an internal road cut that just f allowed us to have total privacy, total flexibility. And uh, I, I pulled the trigger, wired every excess dollar that we had earned and saved over the last 15 years in into the property. Uh, in the middle of the pandemic, not knowing, you know, how, how we were going to pay, pay for the rest of it. Got a little bit of financing um, through a pretty creative structure with the seller and, and locked up a, a beautiful property. So we bought this with my wife having not seen it. I came down three or four times uh, in the due diligence period and, you know, really felt like Costa Rica has some wonderful elements. Um, you know, nature is very abundant here. It's protected in a lot of ways by the zoning laws. And so to bring you up to speed on where we are today, we are in Costa Rica. My wife's here for the first time. My two oldest kids had been here with me on a due diligence trip where we had a buddy come down and meet with us. Um, they ended up in investing and buying, buying into the property with us. Um, and we met my uncle down here who is a very experienced natural builder and trail builder and just all around like hippie MacGyver. And, uh, you know, it was kind of all systems go. And so I needed to get my wife down here, which is what we're doing right now. We've been here since December, 2022. Uh, so much has changed down here since then. The area really blossomed at the end of the pandemic. We actually, I think I said we tied it up at the end of the pandemic, but it was actually early in the pandemic, like early in 2021. I think January 2021 is when I first came down and we had this property in contract within two to three weeks. So great time to buy. Uh, but like many areas during the pandemic that have beautiful nature and great access to nature, this area 
kind of exploded since the last time we were here. We haven't been here for uh, almost eight, eight or nine months. And the market has like completely changed, which is a blessing and a curse, right? Never a bad thing on a financial perspective. However, uh, the area is very rural and, and, you know, kind of small, uh, jungle beach towns. So the traffic and the amount of construction that's happening down here has really jammed up a lot of resources. And that's just like an observation of what is and every kind of sign in my gut as a investor and developer said, don't try to start building right now. You're, it's going to take twice as long and cost twice as much. Um, you know, just hit pause and get reorganized. So, you know, we've sold everything else that we have in the U.S. outside of a couple of real estate investments that are stabilized. Um, and, you know, we're not really tied to anything. And being down here, we said, instead of starting a new project that kind of ties us here right now, we just have raw land. It doesn't take a lot of... Uh, of our cash to just keep it in, you know, keep, keep the lots clear, get them chopped and keep the roads in, in good order. So we are now planning on heading back to the States in about a month, starting to do some more road tripping, which we did a little bit over the summer from June, 2022 until about end of September, 2022, we drove around the West and, you know, along that trip, we also found that we wanted to be closer to family. Um, and we connected with a bunch of family that we hadn't seen in a while along the road trip. And that was something that we felt was really important for all of us to get to experience and the kids to get to experience is just have, have that time together. And so, you know, coming down to Costa Rica full time, limits that, especially when you're getting ready to start building, because you kind of need to be here every day uh, to make sure stuff's happening and getting things done and getting deliveries of stuff, uh, especially on a property like ours, which is, again, it's four by four only, you know, back of a mountain. And so we, we've got to be there to help, uh, you know, play, play conductor of the orchestra. So that is kind of the rundown of where we are. I started the new podcast just to have total flexibility in format. I'm working on writing a book. You know, we're going deep on Vedic architecture that is, um, it's sort of an Indian version of Feng Shui, but addresses some of the more uh, important things of alignment with the true earth grid and uh you know the journey continues i'm out here just living in peace and trying not to rush around um or create too much of a hectic life because my kids are young and the flexibility that i've created over the last four or five years is really starting to pay off now especially considering that we are homeschooling them and homeschooling is now surfing, hiking, planting, um, construction cost estimating, and uh, the, the new project that's at the top of our brain is building like an off-grid overland vehicle that uh, 
can go up into some of the remote areas of the mountain West in the United States. And we can take our kids along for the ride and be off grid for, you know, seven to 10 days at a time. And then go into a city and restock and refuel, get water, get food and head back up into the wilderness. Um, because that's what everybody wants to do. You know, we have a very open family format. We do little family circle times almost daily. We try it. We try to do it daily. It probably happens four to five times a week. We do family yoga together and, you know, we're all trying to just listen to each other. I'm, I'm really trying to hear what it is that the kids are interested in so that we can make the investment in that now versus telling them to wait. And, um, you know, part of the reason why I want to document this is because number one, I hope that at some point they come back and listen to it and they can kind of understand my framework for the world. But number two, I have a lot of friends that are trapped in the matrix of society and they've found ways to make their lives a lot better. Uh, however, it seems like they haven't moved into a phase of kind of total freedom and creativity. And for whatever reason, I think a big part of it was the way I was raised by my mom. Um, I've been able to just tap into that at a really deep level. And I'm super thankful for that. And I want to help other people see that in themselves because I think it's a part of being human is to go on that journey to find that internal freedom. And I think a lot of people attach that to their business or their, you know, quote unquote, passion hobbies. Um, and I've just found a way to attach that to all of life, all aspects of life. Like we were coming down here thinking we were going to post up and build for two to three years here in Costa Rica. And after 90 days, you know, we're like, Hey, we're feeling like it's not the right time to do it. Let's not do it. And let's switch and pivot and move to the next thing. And there's no qualms about it. Right. So, you know, I, I wanted to be able to share that with other people because I see the trappings of society and how, uh, the framework of how most people are educated is to lock yourself in to a job and then lock yourself into a mortgage and then lock yourself into this lifestyle, which gives very little flexibility around adventure unless you're able to consciously design that. And, um, you know, we were able to just kind of unwind big chunks of that and create a lot of freedom in it. I don't think it has anything to do with how much money you make or how much you've had. Um, you know, we, we've transitioned to a very minimalist lifestyle. We're trying not to buy plastics as much as possible because it's just polluting the shit out of the earth. And I don't want to do that. And I want our kids to understand that those choices to purchase those things have real consequences for themselves, their future generations and everyone around them, their entire community, wherever they are. So I think we're, we're in the journey like anyone else. And, you know, I'm just happy with, with life and the fact that we can share it with people and hopefully it resonates with some people. 
Um, and if it doesn't, good, you know, I hope whoever it doesn't resonate with finds, finds what they're looking for. So appreciate it. The new podcast is Rise of Kin. I'm going to work to upload all of my old episodes. Um, I have about 30 or 35 episodes from an older podcast that I'll transition over to this, and maybe I'll do it under a new uh, or just a separate tab, like an archive tab on Substack. I'm posting everything to Substack because uh, I like the ethos of their platform in that the creators own their content and you know every other platform is basically gatekeeping. And I'm, I'm not looking for any gatekeepers in life. I want my own connection with food, my own connection with water and nature, and I think every human should have that. Um, so I'm not trying to gatekeep anything and I don't want to deal with gatekeepers that are just trying to have me pay a tax with my creative energy. So you can find us on Substack. It's, it's, uh, rise of There's going to be mostly audio coming out for now. Uh, that's, that's a better format for me with the, with the four little ones and traveling. Uh, I'm, I'm working on some some writing, as I mentioned, for a book, I may start posting some more writing, but for right now, the podcast is the just main preferred mechanism for me to get my thoughts out. And uh, we're also ideating on doing a children's stories podcast because we do story time almost every day at our house and just like freestyle stories uh, that our kids love and my wife mentioned it to me and I thought it, it just felt right in my heart to post that out. So stay tuned. Absolutely appreciate it. I hope you find your way. And if you have any questions, please, you can post it with the Substack chat tool and we can have a conversation or a topic conversation there, or you can email at um, the email on Substack as well. So check that out. And until the next episode, peace.